0: Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew speaks on the resurrection of Jesus Christ with this sermon entitled, Jesus is Risen, Mighty to Save, preached April the 5th, 2015. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Jesus is Risen, Mighty to Save. Our Lord Jesus Christ is risen because he lives forever. We also live forever. He is mighty savior of all who surrender to him and confess him as Lord. All people believe Jesus died few believe Jesus died for their sins and few people believe God raised him from the dead for their eternal salvation in this Christ Holy Orthodox Church we believe what the Holy Bible teaches we believe in the apostolic doctrine Let God be true and all men liars. Most people don't believe the truth because they are born sinners. And they can only practice sin. They are children of the devil and they lie because their father is the father of all liars. They are pervasively sinful as the scripture teaches. Genesis 6.5 The Lord saw how great man's wickedness on earth had become. And that every inclination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil all the time. And Jesus said... For out of the heart comes evil thoughts, lies, and slander. Saint Paul said, the sinful mind is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Those controlled by sinful nature cannot, cannot please God. They can only sin continually. Without regeneration. Without God granting us a new heart. That is a new mind, new will and new affections. Sinners can only believe lies. And speak falsehood. All biblical miracles are reasonable if one believes the truth that it is God Almighty who works these miracles. Westminster Shorter Catechism answers the question, what is God? God is a spirit infinite, eternal, unchangeable in his being, wisdom, power, holiness, justice, goodness, and truth. Friends, our God is almighty, is omnipotent, omniscient, triune, Lord of the universe. He is the creator and redeemer. All other gods are demons and idols. God of the Holy Bible alone is true God. He is the truth and the life. He is resurrection and the life. Friends he alone is king of kings and lord of lords. He rules all his creation. And what about resurrection? The eyewitness account of the resurrection. All four gospels speak of the resurrection of Jesus and the empty tomb. We have the eyewitness account of the apostles. The resurrection of Jesus, friends, listen, is as historical As his death and burial. Luke the historian speaks of the eyewitness account. In Luke 1. Many have undertaken to draw up an account of these things that have been fulfilled among us. Just as they were handed down to us by those who from the first were eyewitnesses and servants of the world. And in the book of Acts Luke says in chapter 1. After his suffering he showed himself to these men. And gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of forty days. And spoke about the kingdom of God. And Saint John the Apostle says. That which was from the beginning which we have heard. Which we have seen with our eyes. Which we have looked at and our hands touched. This we proclaim concerning the word of life. The life appeared we have seen it and testified to it and we proclaim to you eternal life which was with the Father and has appeared to us. We proclaim to you what we have seen and heard so that you may have fellowship with us. Paul writes the gospel in 1 Corinthians 15, 3-8. He did not make up the gospel in his head. What he received, he says, he proclaimed. All the apostles preached the same gospel. That Christ died for our sins. who According to the scriptures. That he was buried. And this burial emphasizes the reality of Christ's death. As well as the reality of his bodily resurrection. And he says that he was raised on the third day. Katatas grafas according to the scriptures. And then he says he was seen. By Peter, the Twelve, one time 500 brothers, then James, the Lord's brother, then all the apostles, and finally the most brilliant enemy of Christ's resurrection, Saul of Tarsus. Old Testament teaches in order to establish the truthfulness of a matter, There must be two or three witnesses. Deuteronomy 19, a matter must be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. The resurrection of Jesus Christ, therefore, by the biblical standard is a God-established historical fact. The empty tomb was seen by many. The resurrected Jesus Christ appeared himself to many hundreds of people. As well as to his apostles. Look at the apostolic witness itself. Acts chapter 2.32 God has raised this Jesus to life. And we are witnesses of the fact. Acts three fifteen. You killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead. We are witnesses of this. Acts four, verse twenty. We cannot help speaking about what we have seen and heard. They were told not to speak. They said no we must speak what we saw and heard. Acts 10 verse 39 and 40 Peter says we are witnesses of everything he did. In the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem they killed him by hanging him on a tree. But God raised him from the dead on the third day and caused him to be seen. And Paul the enemy of the gospel once upon a time he writes in Acts 13 but God raised him from the dead and for many days he was seen by those who had traveled with him from Galilee to Jerusalem they are now his witnesses to our people we tell you the good news what God promised our fathers he has fulfilled for us his children by raising up Jesus yet most people do not believe this gospel this good news of Christ's death and resurrection they are blinded by sin and the devil every unbeliever who does not believe in Jesus Christ is blinded by sin and the devil the death and resurrection of the Messiah was promised in the Old Testament Isaiah 53 and Psalm 16 and so on Jesus made reference to these promises after his resurrection so he said in Luke 24 45 and 46 then he opened their eyes what's our problem The eyes are blinded by sin and the devil. Educated people. They are fools. Because the Bible says a fool has said in his heart there is no God. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them this is what is written that Christ will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day that repentance and forgiveness of sins be proclaimed to all the nations and before his death Jesus himself several times spoke of his death and resurrection in the gospel of Matthew alone five times Matthew 16 21 from that time on Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders chief priests and teachers of the law and he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Friends. If the most difficult thing he prophesied came true, then it is logical that all his teachings about God and man, about the future, about the devil, about judgment are true. He said Jesus is the first to rise from the dead to live forevermore. St. Paul uses the word egegertai seven times. If you are Greek scholars, you know it is perfect, passive, indicative, third person singular. Means he was raised to die no more, to live forever. And Paul says, For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead. He cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over him. 1 Corinthians 15 uses various words for resurrection 27 times. He is emphasizing Jesus Christ died. He was buried and he has been raised from the dead to live forever and is given all authority in heaven and on earth. Friends all Jesus did was for the salvation of the elect. Jesus is a Jew. He is the son of David and The Lord of David, God and man in one person, as the Creed tells us. He is the Messiah of the Jews and of the Gentiles. He is the Savior and He is the Judge. He alone fulfilled all the prophecies of the Old Testament relating to the Messiah. Friends there is no other Messiah. Jesus alone is the sinless son of God. Who died for our sins. And was raised for our justification. And this Jesus Christ. Is our atonement. 2nd Corinthians 5 verse 21. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God 1st Peter 3.18 for Christ died for sins once for all the righteous for the unrighteous to bring you to God and St. John says 1st John 2 my dear children I write this to you so that you will not sin but if anybody does sin we have one who speaks to the father in our defense Jesus Christ the righteous one he is the atoning sacrifice for our sins and not only for ours but also for the sins of the whole world there is no other Messiah, no other saviors and no other lord no other sacrifice Jesus Christ alone is the prophet who speaks truth to us about everything. Hebrew writer says in the past God spoke to our forefathers through the prophets at many times and in various ways but now in these last days he has spoken to us by his son whom he appointed heir of all things and through whom he made the universe he is the Messiah he is the anointed one so he is the prophet but he is also the sinless priest who made Atonement for our sins. Psalm 110. The Lord has sown and will not change his mind. You are a priest forever. In the order of Melchizedek. Jesus Christ alone is the acceptable sacrificial victim. The Lamb of God who taketh away the sin of the world. Jesus Christ being the Messiah he is also the king Jesus Christ alone is given all authority he alone is God's Messiah he is king we read in Psalm 2 I have installed my king on Zion my holy hill And if you are an unbeliever, here is the counsel. Kiss the son, lest he be angry, and you be destroyed in your way, for his wrath can flare up in a moment. But blessed are all who take refuge in him. I said he alone is God's Messiah. The anointed prophet, priest and king. I already said a fool has said in his heart. There is no God. Therefore fools mock the idea. Of the bodily resurrection. The educated Greeks believed. In the immortality of the soul. They believed. Human body was the source of all our troubles. Death to them was glorious freedom. Deliverance from the prison house of the body. The scripture does not say matter is evil. Matter is good because good God created matter and body. In fact God said creation was very good. So Jesus became incarnate to die our death and destroy death forever. And he was raised in a glorious physical body of flesh and bones he says. He ate and drank with his disciples for many days. They saw him, heard him, they touched him, they talked to him, they walked with him. And they saw him ascending to heaven. Paul tells us that Christ has been raised from the dead by the father. As the first fruits of those believers who have fallen asleep. First fruits in the scripture points to the reality of a great future harvest. That is the resurrection of Jesus Christ proclaims the resurrection of all who died in Christ. And the transformation of all believers who are living when Christ comes again in great glory. Then the dead in Christ will be raised, and the living will be changed, transformed. They all will receive a physical body of immortality, power, and glory, like unto the resurrection body of Christ. Engineered By the Holy Spirit designed to dwell with God in a new heaven and a new earth without sin and tears and death. The resurrection of Jesus Christ is the proof and pledge and guarantee of our resurrection and transformation. 1st Corinthians 6.14 By his power God raised the Lord from the dead. And he will raise us also. 2nd Corinthians 4.14 Because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus from the dead. Will also raise us with Jesus. And present us with you in his presence. And Paul says in Romans 8, 11, And and if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who lives in you. And Paul says in Philippians 3, But our citizenship is in heaven and we eagerly await a savior from there. The Lord Jesus Christ who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. Adam by his disobedience brought to all his descendants sin and eternal death. That is not the whole story. Christ, by His perfect obedience, a sinless God-Man, brought to those who belong to Him by saving faith. Hoi to Christu, those who belong to Him. That is those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and the gift of righteousness. He brought. Eternal life. God raised Jesus from the dead. Because death was not able to keep him dead. Because he was without sin. By his death he conquered death. For his people. I said all he did was for our salvation. And the Bible says he who knew no sin became sin for us that in him we might become the righteousness of God in God's sight we are justified by faith in Jesus all of our sins are forgiven God sees us in Christ as sinless therefore we shall be raised from the dead and changed because death has no claim on us because we are sinless in the sight of God. For us death is gain, not a loss. We shall not experience when we die the sting of death. Sting of death is sin and the power of sin is the law Christ kept the law perfectly for us. And Christ died our death with its sting. So we are not under sin. We are not under law. We are under grace. Paul says there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Friends, without faith in the resurrection of Jesus Christ no one can be saved because Romans 10 9 Paul says if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and what and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you'll be saved that means without faith in the resurrection of Jesus Christ No one will be saved. Christ satisfied in our behalf all the righteous demands of God's holy law which we could never do. He performed, he obeyed by his active and passive obedience. And God accepted his propitiatory sacrifice, his substitutionary atonement in our behalf for our sins. How do we know that the father accepted it? How do we know? That is the question. Because God raised him from the dead to die no more. Jesus said to the father it is finished that is my work of atonement you gave me to do is done and his father said amen by raising Jesus from the dead so the big question is what sir who shall deliver us what a wretched man I am who will rescue me from this body of death and the answer comes thanks be to God who through Jesus Christ our Lord will deliver us from this body of death there is therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus by faith and not only that the sting of death is sin. And the power of sin is the law. Who is able to deliver us. From this body of death Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15. Thanks be to God. He gives us the victory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. If you are not a believer in Jesus Christ. In terms of his death and resurrection. Nobody will save you. No salvation to anyone in this whole universe. Except through Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. By his atoning sacrifice, believers in Jesus are delivered from the wages of sin, which is eternal death. Condemnation of the law, power of sin, sting of death, power of the devil, flesh, the world, and hell. Free at last. In Christ and under grace, we have experienced Already spiritual resurrection that is regeneration. We have been justified and adopted. We are being sanctified and we shall be glorified by future physical resurrection and transformation. So we read in Hebrews 2 verse 10 in bringing many sons to glory. Glory sir. Our destiny is glory. In bringing many sons to glory it was fitting that God for whom and through whom everything exists should make the author of their salvation perfect through suffering. Christ died and was buried and was raised from the dead on the third day according to the scriptures and he was seen and Hebrews 9 verse 23 we are objects of mercy prepared for glory we heard it read in a flash in the tingling of an eye when the trumpet sounds the dead in Christ Shall be raised incorruptible. And we shall be changed. Friends we are already a new creation. The Bible says therefore if anyone is in Christ Jesus. He is a new creation. The old is gone the new has come. Our bodies Are the temple of the Holy Spirit. God is with us. God is in us. We are in God. God is a wall of fire around us. God and us are always linked and connected. So what happened to him will happen to us. Our bodies will rest in the grave. Until the resurrection. As I said Saul of Tarsus was the most brilliant and powerful enemy of Christ's resurrection. And he tells us how Christ appeared to him and opened his eyes. He believed in the historical reality of Christ's death, burial and glorious resurrection. The resurrection of Jesus Christ is the greatest work God has ever done. Greater than all other mighty works of God recorded in the scriptures. Friends, this is reasonable faith. Mock all you want as the Athenians did when Paul spoke. Of Christ's resurrection. Mock all you want sir. When they heard about the resurrection of the dead. Some of them sneered. Mock all you want. As Festus the Roman governor did. Paul said to him but I have had God's help to this very day so I stand here and testify to small and great alike I am saying nothing beyond what the prophets and Moses said would happen that Christ would suffer and as the first to rise from the dead would proclaim light to his own people and to the Gentiles. At this moment. When he heard the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Festus interrupted. With a loud voice. You are out of your mind Paul. He shouted. Your learning. Is driving you. To become irrational. Insane. Crazy. And Paul said the most brilliant apostle. I'm not insane most excellent festus for what I am saying is true and reasonable what happened in time and space in history resurrection I said is as historical as his death and burial listen to me friends this reasonable argument Saint Paul says in Acts 26 verse 8 Why should any of you educated rich and famous people consider it incredible that God raises the dead You cannot raise the dead God raises the dead God created the world by a command and The whole universe sprang into being Paul said the resurrection is quite reasonable. It is unreasonable and irrational only for fools who deny the reality, the eternal reality of the existence of God. It is true God of the scriptures created the universe by a command ex nihilo out of nothing. It is credible that this infinite personal God raised Jesus from the dead and he will raise in the last day the righteous and the unrighteous we are told Acts 24:15 Paul says And I have the same hope in God as these men. That there will be a resurrection. Both the righteous and the wicked. You go ahead. Whatever you want to think. Go ahead. Mock. You fool. But you will meet him. On that day. Because we are told. By Jesus. On John 5.22 Moreover the father judges no one But has entrusted all judgment to the son And he said in John 5 Do not be amazed at this For a time is coming When all who are in their graves Will hear his voice When he speaks You come up Righteous and the wicked From the dead And he will raise you up and come out those who have done good will rise to live eternal life and those who have done evil will rise to be condemned, mock sir, go ahead and mock don't ever surrender to Jesus Christ, mock him and say all the miracles are irrational it's no reasonable and I agree with you it's no reasonable because you are dead In sins and trespasses, you have a twisted mind due to sin. That's why. And we are told by Jesus Himself, Matthew 25, then they will go away to eternal punishment and the righteous to eternal life. There is an eternal hell and eternal life. Same adjective. The resurrection of Jesus guarantees everyone resurrection and change the righteous and the wicked sir I'm giving you the evidence for anyone who has eyes to see evidence for the resurrection of Jesus look at it the empty tomb The testimony of holy angels. The eyewitness testimony of the apostles and their radical transformation. The Old Testament prophecy, Christ's own prophecy. The Sunday worship in view of Christ's resurrection on Sunday, which is called the Lord's Day. And number seven, the two sacraments, baptism and the Lord's Supper, they both proclaim the death and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Let me tell you friends God is not granting any private personal appearance of Jesus For hardened unbelievers that they may believe It's not going to happen The rich man died and went to hell He wanted deliverance from hell Fire, torment and misery And God said no No He requested that God send Lazarus from heaven to earth so his five brothers could believe in Jesus and not come to hell but go to heaven. He said, no, they have Moses and the prophets. They have the Bible. So the answer was no. He said, if they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, they will not be convinced even if someone rises from the dead. Friends, God will raise up everybody. We read in the last book, Revelation chapter 20, And I saw the dead, great and small. Presidents are going to be there. Supreme Court justices are going to be there. Governors are going to be there. Hitler is going to be there. Every single person will be there. And the books were opened. Another book was opened. Which is the book of life. The dead were judged according to what they had done. As recorded in the books. The sea gave up the dead. That were in it. And death and Hades gave up the dead. That were in them. Where can we go from his presence? Nobody hides any place. All will be raised up and must appear before Jesus Christ. The sea gave up the dead that were in it and death and Hades gave up the dead that were in them. And each person was judged according to what he had done. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. The lake of fire is the second death. If anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. There's one thing needful, sir. What must I do to be saved? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. There's only one thing that is needful. The question today is, have you, Yes, you celebrate, This Easter Sunday, there's only one question. Have you believed in Jesus Christ with saving faith? And I said, there is no more private personal appearance because you are a big guy. You are mighty. You are rich and famous. We read about 1826 billionaires in 2015. And they are saying to God, I will believe if you make a special appearance for me I live in mansions John 20 verse 29 Jesus told him because you have seen me you have believed blessed are those who have not seen and yet believed based on the written scriptures written by eyewitnesses of the historical reality of the death burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ And John said, John 20 verse 31, but these are written. And the author of scripture, primary author is God himself. These are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the son of God, and that by believing you may have life, eternal life in his name. And Saint Peter says though you have not seen him you love him and even though you do not see him now you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. Have you believed in Jesus Christ? Faith in Jesus Christ is the victory that overcomes the world and overcomes hell, overcomes death, overcomes everything. So my counsel to you, if you are outside of Christ, you are without hope and without God in this world. But thank God for the gospel. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And friends, if you have trusted in Jesus Christ, then rejoice. Today and tomorrow and in the hour of your death Because you are going to the very presence of God To be with him forever and ever and ever To experience unimaginable and indescribable happiness Heavenly Father we praise you and thank you for Jesus Christ we thank you for his death and for his burial and for his resurrection Christ died for our sins and he lives forever for me and because he lives we will also live therefore O Lord we praise you and thank you